I'm Jamelyn Steffen, and this is Want to Want It, episode number 36, Judgment versus Judgmental. Welcome to Want to Want It, a podcast for women of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelyn Steffen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. The topic today I've had on my mind a lot lately, and I don't know if I'm totally on the mark with this. Like maybe there's things about this that I'm wrong about. So feel free to send me any insights that you might have about this. But today I want to talk about the difference between judgment and judgmental. So the first thing I want to do is to just set some definitions so that this is really clear in our minds what I am talking about when I talk about judgment and I talk about being judgmental. So here's the definition that I found for judgment. It's the ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. It is the process of forming an opinion or evaluation by discerning and comparing. So judgment and discernment, this ability to discern and judge well, go together. Judgmental, on the other hand, is defined as having or displaying an excessively critical point of view, characterized by a tendency to judge harshly, or as one blogger put it, imagining you're on a judge's bench, passing final judgment on people, and that because of who they are or a choice that they make, that you are better than them. I think when Christ talked about judging not, he was talking about not being judgmental. In Matthew, we read how he says, Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. I don't think he's talking about using discernment or considering a decision and using your judgment. I think what he's talking about there is being judgmental. So I just want to go through some examples and examine the difference between judgment and judgmental because judgment is focused on you. It's focused on what's good for me. What do I want to do when I look at all the options that are in front of me? What opinion do I want to hold when I consider this? That's judgment. Judgmental is being focused on others. Like, why would they do that? They're doing that wrong. I'm better than them because I do it this way. That's being judgmental. Okay, so let's talk about some examples now. I am somebody who does not let my kids have sleepovers at other people's homes. If they get invited to a birthday party and it's a sleepover, I let them stay late and then I go and pick them up. And I have lots of reasons for this. And when I evaluated the pros and cons of sleepovers, I decided, even before I had kids, I decided that it was just something that I wasn't really going to allow my children to do. I made a considered decision. I used judgment and then I made my decision. Now, if I was to say parents who let their kids sleep over at their friends' houses are careless and they don't care about their children's safety, that is judgmental because I'm being critical of them as people and I'm making it very personal. Can you see the difference? By choosing to not allow my children to sleep over, I am using judgment. But as soon as I start thinking that everyone else should do it like me or they're doing it wrong, now I'm being judgmental. Here is another example. 
I see how my body responds when I eat certain foods, whole foods, things that people might say are better for you. And I think it's better for me to eat more of that type of food. That's just a judgment that I make. But if I start to say people who eat fast food don't care about their health, now I'm just being judgmental about people, right? Just because I choose to eat certain foods and other people may choose to eat different foods doesn't mean that I'm better than them or they're better than me. That's where it goes from making a judgment to being judgmental. At nighttime, I take my kids' phones with me when I go to bed. This is a judgment that I've made, a decision that I've made. Their phones come with me to my bedroom when I go to bed. If I get all tied up and my kids are never going to be able to survive in the real world because they can't get off their phones, now I'm into the realm of being judgmental about my children. Here's another example. I put money aside every week for insurance and taxes and those sorts of things. I've had a lot of experiences over the years that have taught me that it's actually good judgment for me to have that money set aside and ready to go when payday comes. I've had to learn what I would call some hard lessons. For me, that was the judgment that I wanted to make. But it's so easy for us to get really judgmental about how other people spend their money. You hear this all the time. They shouldn't spend their money on that, or they are so bad with their money, or they're so stingy and greedy, or they don't take care of their money. The way people spend money is something we tend to judge a lot. We have a lot of opinions about what is the right way to do money. And the funny thing is, is the right way varies from person to person, but we have no problem being really judgmental about people and their relationship with money. Now, I actually think it's impossible for humans to stop judging. I could be wrong about this, and I'm willing to be if somebody can show me a lot of research that proves otherwise, but I just have accepted that my brain is always making judgments. And I actually think this is good. When I go to cross a street, I have to judge whether I think it's safe to cross or if I can get across before that vehicle gets here, right? I don't go hiking in the woods by myself. When I look at both sides of that and the potential risk to my safety, I use judgment and what I think is the best judgment for me, and I've decided it's just not safe and I don't want to do it. When I look at a piece of art, I judge whether it's appealing to me or not. I try new food and I judge if it's something that I want to put in my mouth again. Or I see a woman wearing a certain dress and I judge whether or not I think it's something I would ever wear. So first of all, judgment keeps us safe right? I'm not going to go rock climbing without ropes and help. My brain wants to keep me safe and tells me that's not a good idea for me. There are people out there that do it and it works for them. It's just not a good idea for me. And judgment also helps me to know myself. It helps me to know what I like and what I don't like. Remember I talked a while ago about something called the motivational triad. Our instincts are to seek pleasure, seek ease, and avoid pain or stay safe. So our brains are going to instinctively judge options with this lens. It's going to say things like, is this going to be hard? Or is that going to make my life more difficult? Is this going to be fun? Will that be scary? If I make this choice, am I going to get kicked out of my group? Are the mean girls going to make fun of me? The motivational triad is why I think we're always going to judge because we are seeking pleasure, seeking ease, and trying to keep ourselves safe. 
And the gift of agency actually requires us to judge to fully utilize it. I think we often don't want to make a judgment call. We want others to take responsibility, to tell us what to do so that we don't have to make the tough decisions or make the trade-offs. But if we're truly going to be agents who act and are not just acted upon, we have to use judgment and we have to judge. So I know the world has this negative view of judgment. There's almost this undercurrent that constantly says, you shouldn't make judgments. You have to think what we tell you to think. Our judgment is right, and we don't trust you to make a fair or a right judgment, so just do as we tell you. Our thoughts need to be your thoughts. The world is scared that if people make judgments for their own lives and what they feel like is good, then the whole world's going to fall apart. But I think the opposite is true. I think people do better when they are allowed to think what is best for them and what is in integrity with them and let others do the same. And I think they are more likely to let others do the same and to act how they want if they have the privilege and aren't being forced to think and act a certain way themselves. Now, it's not that I don't think there is value in considering other perspectives and points of view. This actually allows us to be better judges because we have more information to make a judgment from. Look around at other people. See how they live. Ask what they believe. Be open to considering it all and then judge what is best for you and most in line with your values. When I struggle to make a judgment, I go to God because I believe he's there, that he cares about me, and I believe that he will guide me to my highest self and to the noblest values. And I also believe he is loving always and that he will always encourage me to choose right and to choose love. In the world, we say a lot, they are so judgmental. If they don't agree with us, if someone doesn't agree with us, I have realized I can disagree with how someone does something without being judgmental. I can look at even good things people do and decide that it's not for me. So one of my brothers keeps training to run these 100 kilometer runs through the mountains. And my judgment, not my judgmental self, but my judgment says, that looks hard. That looks like it requires a lot of time. That seems painful. That looks like something I wouldn't enjoy at this time in my life. So do you see how I'm using judgment to form an opinion for me in regards to running 100 kilometers through the mountains? Now, in today's world, someone could hear me say this and think I'm judging my brother because something he really enjoys is unappealing to me. I'm just using judgment to decide if a 100-kilometer run is for me or not. And I've decided, no, it's not for me. If I was being judgmental, then I would turn the focus from me back to him. My brother's so crazy. What a stupid way to treat your body. He needs to get a life, whatever. But I don't feel that way. And I'm so impressed with his willingness to do all it takes to achieve that goal. And it's still not for me. So before you go calling people judgmental, Listen to how they're saying things. Yes, they may not agree with your opinion or your lifestyle, but are they using personal judgment, which we all have the right to do our agency, or are they actually directing their comments to you and about how wrong you are doing things and therefore being judgmental? And even if they are, do we need to call everybody out about it? So I have seven children. Over the years, I have heard some of the most hilarious things about this. So Hats off to all of you ladies out there who have more because I hear you. I hear what people say. 
And some people say things like, wow, seven kids, I could never do that. That is just them using judgment, right? They're just saying, I see my capacity. I couldn't do that. Now, I could twist that in my head if I want and decide that they think my choice to have seven children is a terrible choice and that they think I can't handle it. I could do that, but that's not what they said. They're just using judgment to say, I know me. I know my personality. I know the life I want to live. And seven kids would not work for me. Now, there have been some people who have been downright disgusted that we have seven kids and have had no problem expressing that to me and reminding me how irresponsible my husband and I are in this overpopulated world. And I would say those people are being more judgmental because they are actually turning it into a problem with me and my husband as people and thinking there is something wrong with us. Now, I know that it can feel almost scary in the way that the world is right now to decide to make a judgment about something because we don't want to be seen as judgmental. We want to be seen as loving and accepting and kind. So there was a writer named Rick Warren who said, our culture has accepted two huge lies. The first is that if you disagree with someone's lifestyle, you must fear or hate them. The second is that to love someone means you agree with everything they believe or do. Both are nonsense. You don't have to compromise convictions to be compassionate. I think we are so afraid of standing up for what we have judged to be right because people are so quick to tell us we are judgmental. So then we don't make any judgment at all. Or if we do, we do it kind of secretly in our minds and don't tell a soul and never act on it publicly. That's part of the reason I wanted to do this podcast was to give probably myself mostly, but you as well, permission to use judgment to direct your life and to remind you that you can do that without being judgmental. Living in opposition or not exactly how others live has actually nothing to do with them and does not need to be seen as you judging them and being judgmental of them. And others who live differently than you doesn't need to be taken personally either and as a judgment of you. It's just the results of the judgments that they've made and that you have made for yourself and for themselves. Now, because we are programmed to judge and to discern and to make judgments, it's very natural for us to fall into being judgmental. So how do you recognize when you are being judgmental? I think that you'll know if you're being judgmental, if you'll just start to listen to the words in your head or the words that are coming out of your mouth. How many of us have said, I don't mean to sound judgmental, but, or I don't need to gossip, but, or I don't want to be rude, but if you say those words, you can just about guarantee you're being judgmental of someone. Or if the words in your head are saying things like, oh man, like they shouldn't do that, or they really should do it this way. You're probably being judgmental. Now, don't beat yourself up over this and tell yourself you're the worst person in the world. Let's not be judgmental about your judgmentalness. That's just not going to help. Let's just recognize it and use some discernment or some judgment to decide if you want to continue being judgmental because you could always redirect your brain. I know many people who are very critical of their parents and how they raised them. You know, they were too strict or they were too lax. They were too controlling. They were totally neglectful. And they spend all of this time being so judgmental of their parents. And they think it's super useful because they feel like it helps them be a better parent. 
And they don't even recognize it as being judgmental because it feels so justified because they suffered as a child because of their strict or lax parent. Listen, you can be a good parent without being judgmental of your parents. You can even use judgment to be a good parent without being judgmental. You can say, I recognize that that didn't work for me. And you don't have to add on, my parents were so terrible for doing it that way. You can just decide, I'm not going to be judgmental of my parents anymore. I'm going to cut them some slack, maybe be a little forgiving, or at least I'm just going to stop with the judgmental thoughts and turn my mind more to how do I want to be as a parent. If you are somebody who feels like you get caught in the trap of being judgmental, I want to give you some things that you can do to help with that. So one is to ask yourself why you think this person has done something wrong or is acting wrong or seeing things wrong and be super honest with yourself. If you genuinely want to be less judgmental, then you're going to have to be willing to see yourself as you really are and learn why you think the way you do. Why are you judging them the way you are? So I've had a few nights when I've been in a store really late at night, like it's after 11 o'clock at night, and there are parents in there with their little kids, and the kids are crying and having a fit, and the parents are losing their minds at their kids. And I find myself saying things in my head like, you are such a jerk parent. You keep your kids up way past a reasonable bedtime, and then you're dragging them around a store for who knows how long you've been here. And so, yeah. They're going to be having a breakdown now, and it's totally unfair of you to be upset with them because of your stupid choices. This is my judgmental brain, okay? And I just spend the whole time telling them off in my head. But if I stop myself and ask, why is this so upsetting to me? Like, what is this bringing up for me that makes me want to turn so much harsh judgment on these people? Then I can actually tap into myself and learn something about me. In this situation, this is what I realize is, I feel so sorry for tired kids because I know how it feels to be so worn out and I know I don't act my best. And I also know that I just love little kids and it's always hard for me to see them suffer or cry or have a hard time. It always tugs at my heartstrings and makes me more defensive for them. But I also know how hard it is to be a mother. And sometimes kids have a late nap and end up at the store with you at 11 p.m. because they won't go to bed only to have a breakdown in the store. And you've been with them all day and you're tired and now you're not showing up as the best mom either. So when I ask myself, why does this bother me? Why am I worried about them and being so judgmental? Or what is this bringing up for me? Then I can start to learn more about myself and I can start to get focused on making good judgment for myself. So maybe I decide, you know what? It's too hard for me to kind of see this stuff. I'm not going to the stores late at night because there's parents there with screaming kids and I don't want to watch the parents freak out. Or maybe I'm going to decide when I hear kids crying and the parents snapping at them, I'm just going to remind myself that they've all had a hard day and I'm just going to say a little prayer for them. But when I tap into the why of my judgmentalness, it stops my judgmental train of thought and then I can use some judgment to decide how I want to proceed. Another thing you can do is to turn it back on yourself. Ask yourself, how do I do similar things? Whenever I'm being judgmental of somebody else, if I look at myself honestly, I can find at least a trace of it inside me. If I think someone is a snob, as soon as I think that, I'm being a snob. If I think my friend is parenting wrong, 
now I'm not doing friendship very good. I'm doing my friendship wrong. I'm not supporting her. I'm judging her. If I think my husband is selfish, I inevitably will act selfish in return. Another thing you can do is just start to question it all, especially question your opinion. Ask yourself, what if I'm wrong about them? Or what if I'm wrong about this? Remember, you aren't that person. You do not live their life and you have not lived it up to this point. You do not know what you think you know about anybody. Not your kids, not your spouse, not your siblings or your parents. So again, if I go back to what the Savior said, worry about getting the beam out of your own eye and stop judging people with a judgment you would not appreciate being judged with. By honestly admitting to yourself and accepting that you really do not know someone's heart, it takes you away from being judgmental. So I knew a man who was constantly talking about someone who he thought was very rich, but not generous. And it wasn't that he was close friends with this rich man. So chances of him really truly knowing this man's heart or how generous this man actually was were very slim. But he was just so caught up in judging how this man spent his money and how he felt like he should have been spending it. When instead he could have been more honest and said, I don't know how generous this man is and it's not my business. I just know that right now I don't feel like I have the finances to be as generous as I'd like to be. But when that day comes, when I do have those resources, I want to be a generous person. So for now, I'm going to practice being generous with other things that I have, maybe my time or maybe my property. So again, he really thought he knew this man's mind and heart and was judging him accordingly instead of just admitting, I don't actually know what's happening with this man and I need to turn this back on to me and look at myself. I think another way to help get away from being judgmental is to try to get to compassion or love. Even if you feel so justified in your judgmental view, you can make a choice to feel something different and to focus on something better. And I think compassion and love are great options because it always helps me to think that people are doing their best, even though sometimes it doesn't look great. There's usually a reason that they say the things they do or act the way they do. And when I remind myself that I don't know their struggles, then I have some compassion. Or if I ask myself, how would I act if I loved this person? What would I say about them if I was trying to be loving? If I had love for them, how would I see them right now? And then that helps me get to feelings of love and distracts my brain from all of the judgmental side of things. Now, even if you get yourself away from being judgmental, you may use judgment to decide that you don't want to be around someone. So maybe you just decide, you know, I'm actually not going to hang around with these people anymore because I don't like how I feel when I'm there. And it's better for me not to be around them. Not because they're awful people or horrible or ruining my life, but it's just better for me to not be with them. And that can just be good judgment without being judgmental. Sometimes we look at the people around us who are different than us, especially if we worry that they're doing it right and we're doing it wrong, or if we think that they fit the mold and we don't, and we can assume that they are judging us. And then we treat them like they're judging us when we don't even know if that's true. We literally get judgmental about people we think are judgmental. And maybe we're right. Maybe they are judgmental. But do you see how you are really no better if you're judgmental about someone else who's judgmental? You're just adding more judgment to the world. It's like hating someone who hates. You just create more hate. 
I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, the people at church are so judgmental. First of all, they say this like it's so unique. Like the rest of the world isn't judgmental, but just the people at church, which always fascinates me. But they also usually don't even know that for sure. They've just created a story in their minds about someone because they felt like maybe they gave them a look when they saw what they were wearing to church or someone made a comment in a class that they felt like could apply to them. And therefore, if that person really knew them, they would judge them for sure. They'd be so judgmental. And so pretty quick, these people have this story of how everyone at church is judgmental. And they sit at church being judgmental of everyone there, but feeling really good about themselves because they're just being judgmental of the people that are judgmental. Like it's morally superior to be judgmental of those who you think are judgmental because the only reason you are judgmental is because they are. It's just kind of crazy, right? And we get caught into this trap and we start to be able to justify our own judgmentalness because of other people being judgmental. I think that the reason this podcast was necessary for me was to encourage you and me to use our gift of agency, the gift we have to judge and discern and to stop feeling afraid to use it. We need to judge between options and opinions. We need to know our mind. And maybe we should all stop accusing people of being judgmental, even if they are. It's useless. It does nothing. And it honestly becomes an excuse for us to just not show up in the world the way we should. I've had clients who feel like the people at church are so judgmental, but it just becomes an excuse for them to not show up at church and serve there. Or I've had clients who feel like their mother-in-law is so judgmental. And because they believe that, then they never feel like they actually should have to be kind to her or show up and support their husband at a family event or be forgiving because they have this whole excuse, she's judgmental and so I don't have to show up and be better. When we label people as judgmental, it can be the best reason in the world to hide from doing the things we know we want to do or the things that really align with the best in us, the things that we really value. Don't let yourself get caught in that trap. Maybe people are judging you. Maybe they aren't. I personally think most people have too much on their minds to worry about you as much as you think they do. But regardless, instead of worrying about who is judging you, why don't you start looking within yourself? Who are you judging harshly? Where are you being judgmental? What judgments are you scared to make for fear of being the butt end of other people's judgmentalness? I don't even think that's a word, but I've used it a few times. Sorry. I know I have work to do here. I'm sorry, this probably seems so scattered, but I hope I've given you something to think about. Mostly, I hope you'll leave here knowing that judgment is good and necessary and different than being judgmental. Judgment focuses on you, on what you want, what you want to create, the choice you want to make. Being judgmental focuses on others and how they're doing it wrong. Have a really good week, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelandstephancoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelandstephancoaching.